Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hello, hello. What's up? Welcome to episode 104 of Kramer and Jess Uncensored. In case you're new to this, this is our off-air show where we can say things like, Fuck! <laughs> So just that's a heads up. If you didn't like how that felt, yeah, probably not gonna like the rest of this show, but that's all right. It's all good. H- anything else we need to say about it? <laughs> I mean, I don't think so. I think we just uh, just took your job away about the little disclaimer that we do. It's we also fine. we did a show on YouTube. I'm sorry, YouTube. I feel like we kind of neglected you guys the last couple of weeks. We had Mystic Michaela on last week, and oh yeah. Um, then was that the only week? That was off the week before. Mm-hmm. And then we, uh, anyway, you can also watch our show live when we do this on YouTube. Um, this is on about 11 a.m. Eastern every Wednesday. So thanks a lot for being a part of it. Appreciate it. Um, I think I'm going to entitle this episode, Everything Sucks. What? I just, I. Oh my goodness. We were sitting here and there's just not a ton of good stuff going on. And, and like our, our general in front of our faces right now um we just have a lot of there, there's it's I think, just heavy as hell right it's just now. difficult situations is all at the same time yeah it's it's always and i feel like it's kind of how it goes you know erica good morning by the way welcome to our show and celia good morning hi it's just a lot <laughs> i don't want you to title it everything i mean bad. what else I, mean, I don't know how else to describe the show like i just need you to kind of oh. buckle up because there's not really a lot of ton of great news on today's podcast you know and yeah. so uh. that's but I also want to keep it authentic, man. Like we can't do this on the radio show. I don't. I always wanted this platform to be authentic. Like, is there anything else on your mind other than like bullshit right now? Because there's not on mine. No. Nothing else on my mind. Nothing else I want to like talk about right now. Yeah. I mean, I could have some wacky fucking story, but like, I just don't care. You know. Mm. <laughs> so thanks for listening, everybody. Hey, Megan. Good morning, Felicia. Good morning. Um, Jess has a cold. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I'm sick right now. That's what I'm saying. So we're starting with that, not, right? Not so sorry if I sound really annoying. I hate hearing sick people talk. So I apologize for that. Um, it's not COVID. It's just your regular cold. Don't you feel like kind of just like not even cool when you have a cold anymore? No, I just, it's annoying. Yeah. I, I hate being sick. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's still, I think almost what's annoying is it's like if it's not COVID, then it, then it doesn't matter, even though it's still just as shitty. Like, 
my left eye is watering. I can't breathe. Yeah. I have a headache. Like it's annoying. You know, it's and it's not dumb. even like, but it's not even like bad enough not to come to work. Well, right. You know what I mean? That's it, the it's, thing. it's like right at the cusp. I can tell you're like right at the cusp. You're like, I guess I can go in, but it's like not fun. And trying to talk yeah. and like. You sound sicker as the morning goes, though. At the very beginning, you're it's, fine, yeah. and then you just progressively just It's kinda... one of the things that goes in waves, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, let's get into you. Mm-hmm. Because Jess is actually, and I know you've, if you've kept up with this podcast, and you know that Jess has been, we've been talking a lot about the wedding stuff, right? Like, the wedding came in, and we fo- focused fully on your engagement and yeah, wedding planning. And, and the wedding is the thing, of course, but it's there's also the, been another thing at the very same time. Yeah, I forgot about the other thing because we got the thing. And mm-hmm. the other thing is what? I have surgery on Friday. Yeah. Yeah, so if you're listening right now, I have, I have surgery in like less than two days um, for something that we shared probably, what, a couple months ago? Yeah. Um, and I'm getting f- fibroids removed from my uterus. Sounds fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what I thought was just an irregular period has now uh, resulted in me getting surgery. It's going to be the first time I've ever been put under, like since I got my wisdom teeth taken out. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And what's it's weird because it was very intense figuring out what was going on with me and also having to go through the process of like seeing if birth control could help it and that just like made me that just threw me off for a month when did you go originally oh i forgot about the birth control thing that was wild that that threw me off for like i mean two weeks doing that but it it fucked me up for a whole month like it made me an emotional roller coaster when was that october september october november september i think it was it was right um i think it was like at the end of october beginning of november because i remember being afraid to go home for Thanksgiving because I wasn't sure if I was going to still be off my rocker, and oh, I didn't, yeah. and I didn't, and I was nervous about being around my family. Right. Um. So around that time, um, it just ju- just a refresh. I my period was getting really intense probably over the last year and a half, especially after I got like my last booster, and basically it turned into irregular bleeding to almost like bleeding or spotting every single day, and the most painful periods that I have ever had. And I knew something was wrong, but it wasn't something that I wanted to explore just because I was afraid of the answer that it was going to result in something that I didn't want to hear. You and I could not be any more different. Mm. I would have, I would have, I would have fucking banged on Johns Hopkins door the day one I saw blood and been like, somebody's got to see me and you got to see me now. Well, here's the thing that's really shitty about women's health. And I'm going to say, especially when it comes to your period, your period sucks and it's shitty no matter what. So when it's extra shitty, you kind of, you're like, well, it's just my period or, okay, I'm bleeding longer than usual. I must be really stressed out or, okay, my cramps are really fucking crazy, but it must be, it's always like, well, it, maybe it's this, maybe it's that until it gets to like seven months and you're like, what the fuck is happening inside me? And sometimes it can be, it can be normal. Yeah. It can be just a normal. Well, I think that's what I hate though, is I feel like we, we think it's normal to be in that much pain, but it's not like if your period is fucked, it should not be fucked and it shouldn't (laughs) doctor, doctor Ducci. No, but period. (laughs) Like I swear to you, like, and I think this was the most frustrating um, part. uh, One of the most frustrating parts of this experience is like you just think it's fine but like it's not fucking fine and uh, you know and i think even when you talk about it sometimes you don't really like my period's really bothering me and maybe it might not be taken as seriously 
and you rationalize to yourself like, well, it's just it's fine. It must be something else. But it's not like if you have lower back pain, it could be a fucking fibroid pushing up against your uterus causing that. Mm-hmm. And depending on there's different types of fibroids. And again, I had the, I had never heard of them. I'd never heard of them before in my life. And a lot of women don't unless they have gone through it. Sure. So depending on the location of it is in your uterus is going to be like the kind it is or whatever. And the kind that I have of where it's located is it could potentially cause issues for me with fertility. And Which I know is like your biggest concern of anything. Yeah. What'd you, what were you more scared of? Like cancer or not being able to have kids? What would be, what would be worse for you? <laughs> to be honest, cancer didn't even cross my mind. It was like, oh, I don't think I'm going to. Well, no, 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 no. I think, I think that just kind of shows where my mind was at. It was just like, oh my God, am I going to be able to have kids? And like, oh my God, like am I going to be able to give Gerald kids the way I know he's always wanted kids? Mm -hmm. That's what it was too. Aside from like having to deal with that heartbreak just on my own, the thought of not being able to give him that because I know how special that is to him. Mm -hmm. That wasn't something I wanted to hear because if it's my body, there's nothing I can do, you know? Yeah. And so that was, that was a difficult thing to like deal with. That probably just hit a lot of people in the gut though, man. Like having a baby can be really fucking hard. And it is hard and it's more common to have issues trying to get pregnant. It's so common. I think it's probably more common to have issues having a baby than it is just to like, boop, I'm pregnant. Right. And what I, but what's so shitty about this too, and what I hated is my doctor shared this with me. Another woman was having the same issues as me. And when she was seeing somebody else, they didn't do certain things for her and they didn't do certain tests for her because she didn't want to have kids yeah so they weren't looking into it as seriously because she wasn't trying to bear children which pisses me off too right because like no matter what whether you want to have babies or not you you should not be in that much pain right all the fucking time of course so now i cannot and this is something that like women live with um the whole birth control thing happened they basically upped the amount of birth control i was taking like an absurd amount because in hopes of making it smaller, mm-hmm. because it, they can be smaller and you just have to deal with them. Um, that didn't work for me. It just made me fucking crazy. And that was really shitty. But I can't get it removed completely because of where it is in my uterus that if she were to remove it completely, it could harm me. It could possibly like fuck me up even more. So with what she's doing, what is the prognosis when it comes to like what's going to happen? Childbirth. So that, so basically they have to shave off as much as they can because mm-hmm. it's kind of like blocking some stuff in there. You got a picture of it? No. Oh. And then after, um, like, well, then we basically have to see what happens and like regulate it the next six to eight months. Mm-hmm. Like, is my period change or whatever and all that kind of stuff. And so I think once we know how my body responds and if there's any difference in that, then we can look into that part. Um, cause she says right now too, it's a good thing that I went in when I did and it's not getting any bigger because it could potentially cause more issues when it comes sure. to like having kids. Sure. Yeah. And like a lot of women too have reached out to me that like have gone through the same thing and, and they were able to have children, you know, which is like really nice to hear those stories. Cause like this is something that women deal with, mm-hmm. but I also have to be mentally prepared. Um, it's like the balance of not thinking the worst is going to happen, but also being prepared that if this is a journey, if this is going to be a part of my journey, then that's what it's going to be. Right. And it's going to be different. And you won't really know until you get there. Right. So you can't really assume the worst, but I know it's also really hard to like assume the best because you're like, well, there's no real clear what's next after this. It kind of leaves in that weird 
gray area, which mm-hmm. sucks. I feel like too, and tell me if I'm wrong, because you know, if you listen to the radio show, we are we have we have like very we have very much a plan. Well, I'm not very much a plan, but we know what we're going to talk about and like how we're going to present it and everything else. And we've obviously cherry picked certain things when it comes to your wedding to kind of like spotlight on, right? Like, mm-hmm. but overall, how are you feeling? Like, take all like the the fun, wacky moments out of it. Like, how with how are what, you f- just, just for the wedding with, in with the general? wedding planning process? I think um, I'd. It's so weird because I feel like uh, you're it's like this weird feeling of not being allowed to be like completely over the moon and like sad at the same time mm-hmm. because that's kind of how I feel right now because like one to ten, ten being like I'm this is going to be the best day of my life and one being like I'm super overwhelmed. This is so friggin' annoying. Where are you? Uh, I'd say like a six. Okay. Yeah. But it, but it depends. I but I'm not even. I just feel like it's honestly it's both all at the same time because yeah. it's like, and and honestly, just the biggest thing, the biggest thing that I'm dealing with and that is hard for me is to not is to do this away from my family. That's what it is. To yeah. be honest, like every like uh, planning a wedding is ov- is overwhelming as fuck. It's insane, and there's so many things that go into it. But the biggest thing that I'm dealing with and I'm very early in the process because I know that it's going to get better and I also can't be feeling this way for the next year and a half and I and I'll figure that out but my biggest biggest thing is doing this not near my family yeah it's just like it's just not well not even not near your family it's like you're not near your like the venue yeah you know like Jess is having to do all this on the internet basically mm -hmm. and it's not you know internet's great for zoom calls when you got a client meeting but like when you're picking out wedding stuff Mm mm-hmm like a tough i know it's got to be a tough thing to and i'm sure these places are well equipped because of covid but still i know it's yeah and it's not even like i just i just want to do it with my mom i just want to do it with my dad i want to be there with my sister like we talked about on the show how i did you know again we talk about it in a fun way we did like the cake tasting but like i hated like seeing them together like in the kitchen and i'm not there Mm -hmm. and like they're explaining everything to me and it sounds so like my, like it doesn't sound like a big deal but to me just because it's this is like the most important thing in my life and I wish that I was with them and like near them and just like in the car excited and going to the bakery and like trying different stuff it doesn't even matter about like trusting my mom if something is good or not like I'd fucking trust her yeah. it's just not being there doing that with them and going to like the open house and just being and being with our friends like you know, there's like a lot of things and it's hard to like just see people on online or who have get, who are getting married and like just doing stuff with their girlfriends or family and all that kind of stuff. It's an adjustment for me because mm-hmm. I wish that we were closer. Of course. Kind of takes some, some of the like magic. Totally. Out of it. And yeah. I feel like I don't even know the term for it, but it's like I'm missing this like bonding period with my wedding and I'm just having to do it in a different way, you know? Sure. It's just not what I was expecting. It's not what I like dreamed of, you know, that's all. You think it's going to be okay though? Totally. I know. I know. I I think once you get the finish line, I think right now it's like your expectations not matching the reality of what's happening. 
And that's probably honestly a lot of the wedding planning. From what I remember, it was almost like, this is going to be so fun. It's really not that fun. It's kind of stressful. There's some fun things like, yeah, we're going to take some cakes. That's cool. But like, there's a lot of stress. It's a very, you see why, you, are you starting to understand now why people don't have big weddings twice? Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> like no, yeah, you get yeah, one, yeah, yeah. you get one and then you know, and you're like, I will never, I will literally never. Anybody married in the chat right now? Anybody already gone through a wedding? If you were to get divorced, would you ever do a wedding ever again? But like here's a big the wedding? thing. Here's the thing. The wedding is super stressful, but you have like the cutesy fun things to balance it. And right now, all I have are like the stressful, boring, That's serious true. ass tasks and things. So I'm missing out on the cutesy things. So I was I was talking to Kramer about this a little off the air on how like, again, an adjustment and I know that it'll make better like. I need to be, get like a subscription to one of those bridal boxes. So like I have some of that cutesy, fun, meaningless joy of like getting a little fucking ring case and that the heart and it says I do on it. You right, know what I mean? Right. So I have to create those opportunities for myself versus like being with my girlfriends back home and we could just go wherever and go look at shit. You know what I mean? I do. I do know. I also want one of those. And I'm not <laughs> even getting married. It sounds fun. <laughs> Um, but seriously, y'all, if you're, if you're watching live right now, chat, like if you're married, would you, would you get married? Would you have a big wedding again? That's one of my biggest fears when it comes to my next partners. I don't think I could, I don't think I could date somebody that hasn't already been, that still wants, I mean, Miss California was that way. And it kind of made me like anxious because I was like, I can never give you that excitement. And they need that. I know. I don't want to take that away from somebody, you know, like I would never, but I don't think I could, I don't think you could ever go through a wedding a big wedding twice in your life because it's just so, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I just know I can't. And so I, I would feel guilty in a sense if I met somebody and I was like, I really want to. And she was like, I really, cause we'll take Miss California, for example. Right. Like she wanted, the I, she really wedding. wanted, she wanted it. And I was like, oh, I could go and like smile through it. But like, I would not be, I would not be excited about that. Denise says, yes, I'm married. I would never do it again. We were planning our wedding for three months, ended up eloping because it was too stressful. <laughs> and this just does not take away from your excitement because everybody no, needs this. I'm not no, trying to like, poo-poo on your parade. I'm just yeah. saying like, you do it once. Mm-hmm. You're glad you did it. You're never going to do it again, you know? Yeah. Uh, Nancy said, my second wedding was nowhere near the scale of my first wedding. <laughs> this is not happening, you know? Yeah. Um, Celia said, Denise, we did the same small and intimate after, uh, and, and brunch after. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, I just, I think, and I'll ask you this, I'll ask you the question again after you get married. Like I'll see if you, and maybe like two weeks after mm-hmm. and ask you if you do it again. Because again, it's going to be great. It's going to be good. But you know that people have kids and they're like one and done. It's like same with weddings. Oh my God. You're either a wedding person or you're not. You don't really, and you don't really know if you're a wedding person until you do it because all you see until you plan one, all you see is this like fairy tale. Oh yeah, you walk in and everything. Everything's cool. done. And you're like, this is nice. I want one of these. And yeah. then you like get down to the nitty gritty of it. No, but that's but that's the thing you have to understand. Like I understand that it's stressful, but I'm but I still like this kind of shit is fun to me. Like I, I like yeah. I like going on Pinterest. I like looking for shit. I yeah. just wish I was doing that with closer to the people that are like that I love. Right. That's that's what it is. Erica says, I'm currently a wedding planning and all my bridesmaids are not in the city. So wedding dress will only be be uh, with my mom, my aunt, and my grandma. So I can't even imagine being completely alone. What are you planning on doing for? Do you, Are we, we going to talk about it yet or no? Wedding dress? You want to save it? You can save it. We'll save it. Yeah, we got we got a year and a half of fucking shit we got to talk about this wedding. So we can't rush it. You know what I mean? You feel it? 
It's called content, people. <laughs> All right, we got to put a commercial in here, pay some bills for this company, and then we're going to come back and I'll kind of catch up with why everything sucks with me. <laughs> and I know you can't wait. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast uh i um <laughs> oh. oh sorry it's okay i'm gonna be vague uh because i can <laughs> okay. I am going to keep a lot of this to myself right now because I'm very uncomfortable. And, um, but I'll kind of like open up a little bit about if you listen to Certified Mama's Boy, which you should, it's a great podcast. Um, I've been crying on like every episode mm -hmm. for like a week. I feel like you. It's exhausting. Yeah. Um, You ever wake up and look at your life and you're like, what the fuck? Like, like what, like, how did I get here? You ever done that? Have you had one of those moments before where like, it's just like this eye opening moment and you're like, yeah, you're like, where am I? You're literally like almost like, yeah, 
lost in your own life. Absolutely. Yeah. So I had one of those moments. Um, and I honestly, like I have been, I've been feeling, you know, I've been feeling kind of like just oddly uneasy in my own skin. And we've talked about this. I mean, I've been talking about this for a while now, for a year probably. I'm feeling a loss, but also just like, just not really feeling like myself. And I couldn't really figure out like why. And I've been going to therapy trying to like break it down and figure out like, what's this, what is this feeling that I have? And if you follow this show or me for a while now, you know that like I literally just have these like fucking really terrible moments where like everything just seems to kind of crumble. Um, my life doesn't change easily. It's not like a, it's not like a, I don't make easy steps to like the next phase of my life. It's almost just like the universe throws me and is like, this is who you are now. And I'm like, wait, I mean, it was a vegan thing, right? Like what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Remember that? <laughs> remember that? Like, remember I was like, hey, y'all, I'm vegan. Like, what the fuck? I don't know you. I don't know you not vegan. Do you not? Mm-mm. Yes, you do. I didn't, I didn't go vegan until after I got divorced. Mm. But I just didn't make a big deal. I mean, it was just, it was just normal, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're like, I'm vegan. We're in California. We're like, okay. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, we're like, okay. Okay, cool. <laughs> okay, go get an fucking acai bowl then. But like that didn't, that didn't come my way. Like I yeah. didn't, I didn't like, I just feel like my life kind of goes in these weird chunks. And... Every time I enter into another, I don't, I never know when they're coming. I never know that like when it's going to happen. Like I know when I, I know when I, like, like for example, I knew my marriage was coming to an end. Mm-hmm. Right. And I knew I wasn't, didn't want to let it go. Cause I was kind of comfortable. Yeah. You know, I was comfortable being married. I knew what it was like. I'm very much a creature of habit. I love knowing the comfort of my life. I do. Man, being in a marriage, though, I think even it's not I don't think divorce is ever even an easy thing to come to because you're just like, how the fuck are we going to do this? Yeah, I think on either side, I think if you want the divorce, you don't. I mean, I think you struggle with it for a while yeah, until eventually. Like, like, how is life even going to be? It just like snaps. And like that was that was like one of those moments in my life where I knew that like what I was doing was uncomfortable, but instead of like working with it and like kind of figuring it out, I just kept on keeping on. Right. And I feel like that's kind of like what has happened to me now is that I knew something was not right anymore but instead of exploring it, I just kind of, I just, I just let things or not even really knowing where to go with it. I just didn't, I don't know what to do with these things. I just have to just kind of wait and see how they play out. But they always end in like something that's like big. And then like, I just have like these weird shifts in my life and I can't go back, but I can always tell you Every during every one of these shifts, I'm never ready for what's next. Mm-hmm. Ever, so I wasn't ready to get divorced. No, I fucking one. fumbled around for it like hell. But you know no, what I mean? But nobody. It's not like you were going to be ready. No, I know. 
I know. So what I do is I kind of, I kind of like sink for a while, you know, like I, I sink and I try to figure out like, and, and it, do, it doesn't feel natural. It doesn't feel comfortable. It just feels very scary. But every time it leads to like a really cool spot, right? Yeah. So I've kind of been tossed. I've just like, I just kind of been tossed off the deep end again. And I'm like, I'm drowning, man. Mm-hmm. I'm drowning right now. Like I maybe slept an hour last night. I haven't slept in like two weeks. I'm just like fucked up. Um, And I know, like, I know it's, it's going to be, it's going to be like a new chapter, but I'm just not like, I don't have the skill set right now to like thrive in it yet. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah. Because every time these kind of things happen, I always get hit with like a wave of trauma like undealt with trauma Mm -hmm. that i didn't know was there because everything that i was doing was so comfortable you know like i didn't really like and i think a lot of shit has just come up for me in the last two weeks all at once that i'm just not prepared well you've just been avoiding just uh yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and the universe eventually just like well you can't yeah you can't get to the next step until you get rid of all this here it fucking goes Hope you're ready for it. And it kicks me out of the fucking, and it like pushes me down the stairs and then fucking runs over me a couple of times. And then I wobble around and then I, eventually I stand up and I'm always happier where, you know, where I am. Mm-hmm. I'm always happier like to, that I went through the journey, but it's the journey's fucking just brutal. Uh, So yeah, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just going through it, man. And like, Y'all know me. I like to share this shit. I like to be able to, I, I don't ever want you to feel alone in what you're going through. And I, I just can't right now because I don't even know what it is. I don't even know really. I can't like my brain is so fucked up from it. I can't even like process it myself to not just come on here and be like, like a fucking, you know, just bleed out basically. It would just be a mess because I don't I don't feel safe right now. So I just need some time to like get my shit together. And I'm going crazy. Honest to God, I'm going crazy trying to like just solve it. <sighs> like I'm just searching for answers anywhere I can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm exhausted. <laughs> but It'll be fine. It's, there's no, there's, there's no bad outcome to this. It's just like, it's like a divorce, right? Like there's no bad outcome. Like it's all, it's all going to end up fine, but I just don't have the skill set right now to like handle all this. So, so what can you do while you're going through this? Like what can you do in the meantime? Unfortunately, it's just, it's just a day at a time. Mm-hmm. 
And like, I know that's the answer, but my brain's like, we got to figure this out. We can't be feeling like this forever. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Jess can tell you like at nine o'clock this morning, I hopped on the teledoc with my doctor um, to see if I start considering doing like antidepressants. And that's why my, my, my mom is making a, an emergency visit <laughs> this week because I just, I'm just bad, man. So. There's not much I can really do. I just have to like go through the steps and like work with professionals and like, again, it will all, no matter how everything turns out, it's not even like, it's just a lot of fucking shit thrown my way. Yeah. To work through all to work through. And I'm just not, I wasn't really ready to work through it. Mm -hmm. I wanted to like, kind of like tiptoe my way through because I knew, I knew I needed to like listened to like my heart and it was kind of like for six months kind of like okay like what's up mm-hmm. like you gonna do this you're gonna face this or not and i was like nah, yeah. i'm good i'm good i'm good yeah so um i'll i'll share more it just what i hate honestly the, one of the hardest things right now is that i feel like i'm struggling to like get all these shows done Cause I'm thinking about there's, I'm not doing anything other than like hyperventilating and like fucking trying to just keep these shows going right now, you know, mm-hmm. and like stay sane in between. And I, I honestly haven't slept I, seriously for three weeks, no, two and a half weeks, two weeks, haven't slept more than three hours. So like, I'm just tired and I just want to go to bed and just like wake up and this all be okay. We're just soldiering on right now, man, best I can. So I feel bad because like I, I wish we could tell all the like, we can come on here and be zany and wacky. And I hate when Jess and I are both kind of feeling like meh. Because we both then are just kind of like <laughs> it's kind of hard to hype the other person up. Yeah. When you don't feel good. So um just know I know everyone goes through these shifts and like they don't always make sense on the front side, but But you always end up where you're supposed to be. Yeah. We will be back next week in hopefully much better moods. Yeah. Updates. Updates for you guys. Wishing just the best of surgeries. I'm sure it'll go better than expected. And uh, we just, we love you. If you want to keep up with us, Jess, are you going to be posting about your surgery or not really? I don't know. It depends. Like, what am I doing? Like, hey guys, I'm in my gown. Hey, coming to you live from. Coming to you live in my freaking cervix. Yeah. No. Not doing that. Only if it's fun when I wake up from you anesthesia. Have, you would have. You would have three years ago. Well, it depends. <laughs> Is it like? I mean, do I get to if I if if Garage can record me when I'm coming out of my anesthesia? Yeah. Then hell yeah. Yeah. But if not, then see if you can. We'll see. I'll tell you, fun. This will be a fun way to end this podcast. I was so paranoid about coming out of anesthesia because you're just like, like before you go into, you're like, fuck, what am I going to do when I come out? Right. Like, no and, and you can't control it. And like, you don't even, I mean, I'll tell you, have you, have you, you've done it for your Once. wisdom tooth. That yeah. was like, you're 10, who cares? When you're adult, it's way more embarrassing. So I remember I was in, what was I getting done? I think I was getting an endoscopy done and I came out and there was a, um, this woman and I kept, being like, Ew. 
Were you no, being no, creepy? I wasn't. But I was always scared. That's what really my biggest thing was like. What I'm gonna you say? Being some, creepy? No, I wasn't creepy. But that was my biggest fear. I was gonna say something like stupid, like really inappropriate, right? Yeah. Um, but she was like, I was like, I know you know who I am. You said that. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> my ex-wife had to tell me that. I was like, oh, that's really fucking tacky. gross. Yeah. So yeah, if you can record it, that'd be awesome. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what dumb shit I say. Be good. Um. Well, we can at least send Jess good wishes on social media. Where we find you, Jess? Jess, do it. J e double s d u i double t in my podcast, Low Key. And uh, I am that guy Kramer on social media, and I have a podcast called Certified Mama's Boy. If you want to listen to more tears of mine, you can <laughs> scroll back the last five days or so. <laughs> uh, thank you, by the way, for all the warm wishes on social. I mean, on our uh, YouTube show, I really appreciate you. I, I don't feel, and one of the reasons I don't feel alone is because we have the ma- most amazing community yeah and we get to interact with you guys every day and it feels like you know it feels good so thank you for being a part of this just know you're very important to us all right we'll see you back here next week bye everybody bye bye youtube love you this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 